Good morning, afternoon, evening, late night, four in the morning, whenever you're watching or listening to this. Yep. How are you guys doing today? So today we wanted to cover the topic of raid prep because the Battle of the Zara Lore is coming up on... The 20 seconds. Oh, oh they, huh. they kill your drum roll? Yes. <laughs> All right, guys. So what we're going to talk about now is, you know, like Pizza said, we are engaging in raid prep. So, this is how you can maybe better prepare yourself and get ready for the raid, because if you go into a raid unprepared, you're going to feel unprepared. You're going to feel bad, you're, you're going to feel lost, and you may end up dragging the rest of your group down with you, which is not good when you're trying to progress. Especially since, like, there's stuff in-game you have to do, there's stuff even in real life that you have to do. Mm-hmm. One of the biggest tips that I have is keep water on hand because especially if you're progression rating, you're probably going to be there a while. Yeah. And like yeah, if you're progression rating, do like some meal prep, things like that if you're cuz you're going to be sitting there for a couple of hours maybe without a break. Maybe raid leaders like, "Hey, we're not getting a break until we, you know, after we down this boss." <clears throat> Which feels a little fucked up to me, but Yeah, it it happens sometimes. It's it's basically so that you don't get um what I have seen in the past is like a stream of afks so you like one guy goes like oh i gotta you know i gotta go bio and everyone else like well i gotta go bio too well i mean like if you prevent breaks people are gonna get burnt out yeah that's my thought on it i'm more of mean like so say someone has to go like step away from the computer for a second and then never someone else is like, why well, I, I I need to go do subway too, but it's like they don't go at like, the same time. At the same time, they literally go like the and the one person will be back and they're already gone. So now you're having to wait, like. That's why you have a scheduled break time. Yeah, be exactly. Back before now, exactly. It's like because with your guild, it's usually three minutes. Um, we usually do five. Are you sure? Yeah, we we'll do five. The other day you said three. That was because it already break time had already started. Oh. So generally, we'll do like five for like a short break for like you know bio and things like that. I feel like a break is healthy <clears throat> anyways. You need to get up and stretch and make sure that your blood's flowing yeah. right. It's just not healthy to sit in a chair for hours on end. Yeah, and stretch regularly. That's a really good thing to do too. So um, if you don't have like a scheduled break or anything like that, the best time to actually get up and like AFK for a second, to, you know, go to the bathroom, whatever, is during trash pulls. Because... Or if you've died and you're just waiting. Yeah, but that you don't really want to fall into that trap either because that can hold people up too because they're waiting on you to come back. Because... I mean, a lot of times in raids, what I've noticed from just watching you is you can't res until everyone is dead. Right, yeah. So you're saying if you're on That's like a boss and you die? Yeah. Unless you're like the tank and your role is essential to the group, yeah, don't, don't AFK like that. Uh, during trash pulls and things like that, you know, the chance of the group wiping is pretty slim, so you're safe to go ahead and step away, do what you got to do for a few minutes, and then come back. Like, so, listen to your body, don't neglect your health Exactly, because of a and you know, if your group is like, like, no, you can't go to the bathroom, it's like, Do you uh, really want to be in that group? Yeah, like, I understand the lower progression rating, but if you're not getting those basic things taken care of, then, you know, maybe reconsider your group. Steak, are you okay over there? Yeah, I was. I just have a little bit of, like air trapped in my throat here. You know, get it out. <clears throat> that beer can be a pain in the butt. Oh yeah, but it's delicious. So. <laughs> All right. So a lot of what 
and I had gotten this from a couple friends of mine that I raid with, some ideas for what they want to hear. <clears throat> and some ideas for what would be good topics to cover in this. So the first thing you should worry about within the game is make sure that your Azurite necklace is caught up. Make sure that your Heart of Azeroth is caught up to a relatively good level. So what they're recommending is around level 35. Because as soon as Desarlor hits, it's going to do what it did prior to... Uh, they had made it to where at every week you would need less and less Azurite power to increase the rank of your necklace. Now, stake for someone <clears throat> who is relatively new to the not to Zarlor, uh, to BFA, mm -hmm. what's required to get your necklace up? So, just go and, like, get Azurite power. Like, if you're questing, you'll get it from your quest occasionally. You'll get it out of, uh... Chests. Chests. Uh, not, not so much chests anymore. More of killing rares, you'll get it out of that. But, like, honestly, level up to 120, and it'll progress as it's gonna progress from ways. You'll get it from dungeons, but as soon as you hit 120... Do you get it from Battlegrounds? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. You get them from Battlegrounds. Any kind of, like, group content you're going to get them from. And, uh, but don't really stress it before 120 because you're not going to be able to get the amount you want. But what happens is as soon as you hit 120, you'll have access to more ways to get it. Like, you'll be able, or you can do, um, the Island Expeditions is a good way to get it. And, and good experience to leveling up. What about Warfronts? Uh, don't rely on them for it. Like, I'll be honest, they're probably one of the worst ways to do anything in the game. Just uh, do <clears throat> yourself a favor and just, just skip do, out on do, do, like, if you don't, especially if you don't need a 370 gear anymore, I, I wouldn't, I don't bother with it anymore, really. But, I just, I'm sorry, <clears throat> they're the dumbest thing in game right now. Yeah, they are. But we'll, like, we'll cover that later on. Let, let's, let's... Fine, I'll stay, stay on, on top topic. of that. So, once you hit 120, you can do world quests and things like that, and you can honestly farm it. And up until like certain levels, it's kind of, um, it's kind of not capped. <laughs> so when you get to around like I think it's 20, no, it's like 30 when it's like when the cap kind of goes away or when mm -hmm. the the lack of a cap goes away, and you're starting to see, like, oh, I need 26,000 to get to the next one. But that's going to go down and down each week after Desire releases, so it's going to be easy to catch up. However, try to get yourself up to at least, like, 35. And the reason for this is that you want the traits on the new gear. The new gear that's coming out is going to have two main ring tra traits, which are going to be, like, spec-specific or, like... The ones that actually influence your DPS. And that's going to be something you absolutely want. I think for, like, even on Heroic, the highest Azurite ring is, like, 38. So, Steak, we talked about something earlier, like the breaks. Mm -hmm. um, is a pretty nice transition into our next <clears throat> point of what's reasonable versus unreasonable requirements by guilds and mm -hmm. to know when you're being taken advantage of. Yeah, so... Yeah, like you said, the, the, the breaks is definitely one thing. Um, it basically requiring you to do things that like... That are a little bit ridiculous. Yeah, a little bit ridiculous. Like, uh, I, I know this is kind of harping on some, like, the really big guilds. They have, like, they have to have three or four alts, or, like, at least two or three who are, like, as geared as in their main 
for like switching out purposes. And it's like I get it. I get needing to be prepared for any situation, but at the same time it's like that's a little much to Just, me. Like how are like how <laughs> can you juggle all that and then still have a life outside of the game? Is mm-hmm. is how I feel about it. I mean, to me, it's just not healthy to be on the game 24-7. <clears throat> right. To be able to have and, and you know, so many alts that are perfect. With as much as I do play, I okay, so I my main, my, my demon hunter, he's like up there. He, he's very well geared. Um, you know, he, he's pretty strong. But my warrior and my death knight are like 15, 10 to 15 item levels below him. And it shows. Like, if you compare him, like, DPS-wise, my Demon Hunter is just going to freaking own them. Because, like, <clears throat> I guess learn when to recognize when your guild is <clears throat> trying to require too much of your time and attention. So, uh, so some things that are more an unreasonable category, too. Um, if you're the only one in your guild that's, like, going out and doing... Now, if you... If you choose to do this on your own, that's fine. That, yeah. That's you're choosing that. So if if you're the only one who is having to do all the herbing, and all like the mining, and all like the fishing for the feast and things like that, if you're the only one and your guild is expecting you to do that, like hey, we need to divide this up amongst other players. This you're asking a lot of me. Now it's one thing it, if you're like, hey, I'm gonna make flasks for you guys. That's fine. You know the reasonable versus unreasonable. Even goes so far as, like, some guilds that you miss once because you have, like, mm-hmm. an emergency. And they're like, oh, well, you can never raid with us again. Yeah. Now, I would say in circumstances like that, guilds who do this properly, they have calendars. And you can, like, <clears throat> get your guildmates' phone numbers. Like, get some way to contact them. Like, I'm talking hey, about, an emergency. I'm talking about, like, whenever something comes up that is an absolute emergency mm-hmm. and you... Like, it, it's understandable to blow off a game. Yeah. For an actual emergency. Right, and I would, like I said, in that kind of situation, like, uh, with the guild I'm in right now, like, there have been times in the past, and I've raided with him, that I just shot him a text, like, hey, I can't make it. Yeah, for but that's a healthy guild. We're talking yeah. about unreasonable requirements. Yeah, if, like, if you send them a message and be like, hey, I can't make it. Like, for, I have. Sp- like, say some your wife's emergency. going to labor or something. Um, like, if your guild <clears throat> is willing to tell you that you can't raid with them anymore because you yeah. had an emergency... If they bench you permanently for something like that, that's a little absurd. Now, I understand if, if it's, like, repeated things, which, same thing for, like, a job. If you yeah. repeatedly miss, it's like, hey, you're not reliable. That That's different. That's <clears throat> not what I was talking about, though. Yeah, but, I mean, if you're there every week, you know, if you miss, like, one, that's fine, you know. Um, <clears throat> another thing, too... Uh, they don't really have this in the game anymore, but back when you needed resistance sets, and this is actually one of the reasons why a, a guild I was in back in Burning Crusade fell apart during when we were trying to do uh, S- uh, like Serpent Shrine and then TK, is that like me and like two other guildies were the only people contributing to the resistance sets. And it's like, hey... You can't expect us to do this. It's like, yeah, we'll make them for ourselves, but we can't make them for everybody in the guild. Like, if you're going to doing this, you guys have to contribute too. Like, you can't just have uh, put all the work on us. So, <clears throat> another thing that I've noticed in some guilds, and hear me <clears throat> out before you stop me, okay, is guilds that play favorites. Yeah. And when I say play favorites, I don't mean like, oh, well, you're top DPS, you're the favorite. What I mean 
is somebody who is obviously the guild leader's favorite for mm. whatever reason, whether it be a relationship or whatever, and they're not doing so hot, but they're still favored over someone who is working. Yeah, their I, I've ass actually off. I've actually seen that, and I agree with you there. Um, I was in a guild who, and come to find out, these were actually people who were trying to um, to poach players, and what that means is that they go and like they try to. They'll get a guild that's, like, falling apart, and they'll recruit them in and be like, hey, you know, you can raid with us. And what they'll do is they'll run them through raids, <clears throat> and they'll notice, the like, the, the good players they'll have in the group. And be like, hey, you know, we want you to run with this group. We want you to stay in this group here instead of this other group you're running with. And then what they'll do is they'll just kick everybody else that wasn't, like, up to their, like, expectation level and they'll, they'll poach certain players, and it's like, that's messed up. I mean, that <clears throat> is that is messed up, but it's not exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, but, but okay, so... So, say... So, a hypothetical situation, say that you were a guild leader, mm -hmm. and say that I was in said guild, and I was not doing very good. Right. But there were people in the guild that were phenomenal, that were doing mm -hmm. everything they needed to do. <clears throat> they were, like, they were performing extremely well, but you still favored me right. and benched them because yeah. I was a favorite. That's what I'm talking so about. So actually coming back to what I was saying about the other guild was the guild leader's wife was was running in the group. And like there were several people that were like performing way better than she was. And even better than the guild leader. And it's just like it's like, come on guys, we're we're pulling more of a weight in here and you than you are, and you're saying that you're, you know, King Dick, whatever. The funny part was in my current guild, they had actually been in there, and like they called one of the raid leaders an asshole. Now this guy, the raid leader was a drill sergeant, and I think the Marines or the or the the army. He did not. He was Texas toilet paper. He would not take <laughs> shit off of anybody. Okay, I I have heard him make people cry, on back when we used Vin. He would make people cry. But at the same time, you know, he he was not unfair. He would he would pull you to the side before he would actually just like out you. But if like if you pissed him off, <clears throat> like they were just like it was a long night and they were just like, well, you're just an asshole. Oh, and no. he kicked them from the raid and the guild right then. So <clears throat> to you and because I know that your guildies are gonna listen to this, like mm -hmm. people that I plan on running with <clears throat> once I hit one twenty. If I am not performing up to par, I do not expect mm -hmm. you to let me still raid with you guys until I <clears throat> up my performance. Now, I mean, it's one thing in a casual group. I'm not talking about a yeah. casual group. But, like, in a progression group, like, I can tell you right now that the progression group I run with, if, you are, if you're not performing, they're going to be like, hey. Yeah. They'll be nice about it. Like, hey, you know, go ahead and get some more gear. Go do mythics and stuff like that. You know, learn the fights more. But they're not actually like, oh, well, you're terrible. Get out of here. No, they're going to be respectful about like, it. Like, I I <clears> will, and I'm letting you and them know that I will appreciate if you guys can let me know what I do wrong. Mm -hmm. And that also takes me to another point of the reasonable versus unreasonable. If your guild just tells you that you're fucking awful and don't tell you how you can possibly improve. Yeah. <clears throat> then that, I, I, I understand of like. You know, pay attention to your to yourself, like self crit. Mm -hmm. You know, you need to learn this better. But if they're just telling you that you're absolute shit and they don't tell you why, <clears throat> so progression guilds typically will do stuff like logs. 
and you can actually go and look at the logs and it's a really good way to improve yourself because there's a lot of tools in place, especially if you want to be a progression raider, that you need to be doing these things anyways. You yeah. need to go look into the discords, you need to go like icy veins, you need to go just like talk to somebody that plays your class that's doing well. So in my personal <clears throat> defense, I'm not nearly as an experienced per or like player or raider as mm-hmm. you guys are. So I do appreciate whenever you or somebody else lets me know if I've done something wrong. And I know yeah. that's probably the case for a lot of people, especially since when a new expansion comes in, new players come in. Oh, yeah. And it's it's just not fair mm-hmm. to just be like, oh, well, you're shit, and then don't tell people why. Yeah. Now, like, what they would tell people is like, hey, go look at the logs, see what it is you're doing wrong. Do a, there, You can actually do a comparison with, by people who are wearing similar gear to you. <clears throat> and similar item level to you, like, oh, this is what this guy's doing that I don't am not doing. Yeah. And I actually I mean, picked that up myself the other day. That's still a way of letting people know. Yeah. It, my whole point <clears throat> is if you're just being told that you're absolute crap yeah. and nobody is helping they, you figure out why. So what I, will, what I will say is that they have an entire section in their Discord dedicated to logs. Yeah. And they, when they do log, they post them up in there. Like and I said, updated after every boss fight. Your your <clears throat> guild is healthy. We're addressing unhealthy yeah. things. So, <clears throat> all right. Um, so th- this kind of ties back into the necklace part here is Azurite power. Now, if you're at a certain point to where, like, I'm not saying don't continue to farm it, but if you're really high up in necklace level, like if you're 37, 38 right now, just kind of chill <laughs> a little bit on it. I mean, it's... It's the same thing as artifact power was. It's until it starts being like reduced requirement for the necklace, you're not really doing yourself many favors. You're just kind of like killing time. Yeah. You know, find something else to do with your time. Um, all right. So, one thing that is really important too is going into the raid, try to get the right Azurite gear with the right traits, the 385 pieces. That you can buy off the vendor. I got really lucky the other day and I bought one and it's best in slot shoulder spot for my tank. And I was like, oh hell yeah. <laughs> Cause like I was just like, man, this thing is gonna have perfect traits and everything. So it's something you want three of your pieces going into Jazar Lore to be your best in slot. So one thing that's really cool is that you no longer are tied down to having an old earpiece because the uh, reorigination aura is not going to be a thing in Desire Lore, which is great. Like, what I hated is here recently I've gotten some really good pieces, but I can't use them in old ear because I'm, I would miss, like, a huge stat. I, I would miss 750 haste, and it's like, that is a massive amount of haste. Um, is that for, um... For... An, an old ear. Well, no, I... I mean, for what what spec? Um, Just both, actually. for my own sanity. So both, actually. For both my Havoc and my, um... And my Vengeance, because it's the top... It's the high... So what it does is it takes your highest stat, and it increases that by so much based upon how many stacks of the array mm-hmm. you have. So because I do have 10 stacks of it, I've got 750 of haste. Because yeah. haste is my highest stat on both specs, because it's the best stat for both specs. So, and it kind of varies per spec. All right, so 
something really, really important. And this is something that, like, I've, in the past, gotten pissed off at Raiders coming into, yeah, Raiders coming into the fights and being like, okay, I need everything explained to me. And it's like, are you serious? You know, I can understand one or two things, but if you go into a fight completely unprepared, you deserve to die. Like, I'm not saying memorize every aspect of the fight, but at least know what you're required to do as like your role like if you're a tank know what maybe know what the the debuff does to you that a boss puts on you you know i think that we (laughs) have brought this up in a podcast before oh i don't doubt it. of the the hunter who just went in and pulled everything who pulled the boss before they were supposed to and like our his excuse was sorry new to hunter yeah. Okay, you still went into, <laughs> what was it, a Mythic Plus? No, 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 that was just, like, it was like a simpler dungeon. Okay, I, that's, like, okay, still, that that's a little bit more understandable. There was a hunter, though, that did go into a Mythic Key, and he just did not even know the mechanics, and it's like, dude. It's like, like, you're what? going into a really high level. Yeah, like, you're going to high level content. Like, you, are you telling me that you didn't do, like, something easier before this yeah. to prepare yourself? Or like, come on. You have a dungeon journal. I can understand back at BC and Wrath, you did not have those luxuries. Look, man, they just took Illidan's words a little bit too seriously. <laughs> what, you're not prepared? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm drinking mine way faster Research than you the are. boss fights. Like, we're, I'm going to give a link to Fat Boss because those guys, they are really good at outlining the boss fights. Because, like, for one, the dungeon guides are your best yeah. friends. YouTube is your best friend. Yeah. Icy Veins and Wowhead, your best friend. And we've stressed this before, take advantage of the discords. Yeah. Like, it is there for your benefit. Because I think it's up to the point now, I think all the boss fights are on uh, Fat Boss. If they're not, they're still on Icy Veins. They've broken down what the bosses do. So, Fat Boss, is that a YouTube channel? Yes, it's a YouTube channel. Uh, it's these two guys that are they're in a, like a guild they're in the EU server and like they have pretty really funny commentary in, in their video I, I've laughed my ass off Funnier a couple times ours? oh very funny they're they're <laughs> way funny so they're really good and they you see the fight from a couple of different perspectives because like they switch on who's doing what and who's filming so speaking of perspectives I think I like our podcast so much because you get Two really important perspectives. Yeah. The advanced player and the beginning player. Yeah. That's definitely a thing there. Sorry, that was really random. No, no. It's 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 people those news maybe they are a newer player. That's what I like you know, that's why I like doing this kind of stuff because since you are an advanced player, you get a beginner's questions and then advanced answers. It's like, sit down by the fire, kids. Uh, I'll give you some wisdom from my my good old days in the war. But let, like, let's be real here. I really started playing last year. Like, yeah. I played a little bit in 2016 when I first got here. But running around as a level 20 going, I'm going to hit this thing with a magic stick. It's no. not exactly the best. I So when I started playing when I first got here, I was a demon hunter on your account. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't really take it seriously, but then I got my own account, and <clears throat> I actually really started playing. Mm-hmm. And I took a break for a while and came back last year, and I've been playing ever since. So I am still a pretty fresh player. I yeah. came in Legion. Oh, yeah. So this is the kind of thing to where, like I said, research the fights. Just go through the dungeon journal. 
it's got it broken up by, you know, tanks, DPS, and healers. Learn what you, what abilities are going to affect you. Go through the boss's abilities. See if maybe you can mitigate a certain thing with, like, a damage ability, or damage mitigation ability. So, I know I was trying to be quiet about being <laughs> right back. Where's the mop? The mop? <laughs> the oh, I don't, I don't know. So there's a spider and I want to kill it. Oh, I uh, no, you can use a broom and swat it. Sorry, guys, the uh, pizza's over here trying to kill a kill a spider on the ceiling. It's it's above our bed. I'll be fine. Oh, it's in the little canopy thing. <clears throat> it ain't gonna get on there. Okay, so next thing that we want to hit on is what kind of things should you bring to raids? Like what what kind of things are really good to take into the raid in game? Besides your devotion. Besides, yeah, besides your undying devotion to killing bosses. That's right. <laughs> so, buff foods. If your guild or group you're running with does not drop a feast. And, and same thing, too, guys. Maybe help contribute to some materials. Like, if, if, they're, dro if they're dropping them every week and, like, and you're eating them, try to contribute. Bring in fish, bring in food, whatever. Or at least, like, drop in a little bit of gold or something to contribute I, uh... to that. I love the really, really kind people in Battlegrounds beforehand that will drop a feast mm -hmm. for people. Like, that is the sweetest <clears throat> thing you could possibly do. <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got things like Augment Runes. Now, Augment Runes, you get those by running LFRs. Which, speaking of LFR, Mythic and LFR mode of Dazar Lore will be coming the week after. So on the 29th is the first wing of LFR, and that's when Mythic opens. Which, um, we got that information from, um... Uh, yeah, Signs of Kalani brought it up in his channel. Which we will be linking. a couple other people. Yeah, he's got a really That's where nice we got video. a lot of our information. He, like, he does really good videos, too. He's got a very calming voice. He does. He's a really, like, he's a really knowledgeable player. And, like, I've, I've watched his videos for years now. So, Augment Runes, make sure you get those. Buy them off the auction house if you need to. Alright, so, Pots... Make sure you have your DPS, tank pots, healing pots, whatever you need to go into this raid. Go and research what your class and spec benefits most from in a fight. Say like you're a like a frost DK. You know, you're gonna use the bursting blood in single target encounters, and then you're going to be using your strength one strength potion in AoE type encounters. Any kind of cleave fights you're gonna use that. And it honestly varies based upon what class and spec you are. And also, make sure that you've got flasks. If, if your group's not dropping a cauldron, or even if they are, maybe help contribute. Because it takes flasks to make those cauldrons. So, you know, it's, it's kind of a thing like, even if you yourself are not getting the materials, if someone else in your group is providing them nonstop, contribute. Help them out. You know, this kind of goes <clears throat> back to the point that I made while we were talking about reasonable and unreasonable, don't be the person that's taking advantage of other people as well. Right. And it's easy to fall into that <clears throat> unintentionally. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I will bring, like, if I run out of my flask buff, like the cauldron flask buff, I've got my own flask. I've got, I bring my own pots every week because I make my own pots if I need to. Or if I happen to not make any, I go buy them off the auction house. Same thing for runes. So, it <clears> just... <throat> comes down to don't take advantage of other people as well come prepared yourself mm -hmm. now that being said this is also a really good time for those that do craft to 
sell herbs, sell ore, sell other essential items, sell the sell the augment runes. Say you've got say you're a tank, and you've got just like this plethora of augment runes sitting in your bags. And download TSM. Yeah, download TSM. There you go. And get ready to just pop those things on the auction house, because you're gonna make a pretty profit off that. Mm -hmm. Maybe not like right before the raid. Check the prices because they will fluctuate. But within the first week of the raid, when people are needing to restock, that's going to be your best time to pop them right up on the auction house. And these are also really good times for guild recruitment. Because people are like, hey, new raid's out. I want to join a guild so I have a regular spot to go. And this is a perfect time to drop in saying, hey, we're going to be recruiting. Because, you know, you can have up to like, have a couple heroic groups. And then, you know, we're going to, you know, kind of whittle it down to the 20 you want for your mythic. Or even if you have, like, 40 people who are really good and do dedicated, have two mythic groups. Which would be, you know, that, that'd be tough but awesome. I feel like the best places, obviously, the uh, general chat. But, um, general that, chat... I mean, that's where most people are going to go. But, yeah. in my opinion, Facebook groups. Facebook groups, discords, um... And even, so, there's actually the WoW forums you can post up there, too. Uh, there's plenty of guilds asking. And there's even, like, a guild search thing in in Blizzard UI. Granted, it's been out so long that I was, I've, I have my perma home for my guild. So, like, I haven't even really dealt with it. You know, all my characters are in one guild. So, granted, I'm, like, I'm basically an officer in that guild. So, I'm, you know. You talking about a... Yeah. So I'm not going to, like, step out anytime soon, you know? And granted, that doesn't mean I'm not going to, like, raid with other people that I'm friends with and things like that. It just means that, like, I've got a certain responsibility to that guild. Didn't that guild kind of fall apart, though? Yeah. You think I, it'll come back with a I think I'm that? hoping it'll come back. But, you know, I, I got, I've kind of got, like, a guild loyalty for that. But at the same time, I am open to, you know, maybe venturing to another guild. You still need to ask that... The, uh, the one guild about um, maybe having like a raid schedule mm -hmm. like um... this is true this is very true I'm glad you brought that up actually so you're doing the the planners right I am so what I'm wanting to do is um, since Desire Lore is coming out and yeah there is a calendar in game that you can use but it's always nice to have a hard copy in case you can't access the mm. in game one or say that like you just want a nice little you know, calendar up. Yeah, I mean, it. I don't know. I feel like it's just more convenient. So mm -hmm. if you want to hit up your guild that you're going to be running with and see if they may be interested in that, that'd be cool. I'm sure a couple of them are probably going to be listening to this too. So guys, well, if guys, you're listening... if you're interested, hit me up. <laughs> so, you know, another thing I want to kind of hit on is the, the Residuum. So it's like Titan Residuum. I, I don't know how to say that word properly. So try to save that up, because as soon as the raid opens, as soon as Season 2 starts, you're going to be able to get, like, the higher level pieces. And it's going to be, like, mythic level pieces. Like, mythic Desire Lord pieces, like, 415 pieces. Well, one and three quarters of a beer gets me drunk. <laughs> Drink more. I am, man. Mama didn't raise no bitch. So now's the time that I think we're going to... You brought up the Warfront issue earlier, mm. and I think that we can probably rant on that now. 
What are we done with the list? Yeah, we're we're done with our list here. All right. So now we so, can harp on this. So war fronts are instances with extra steps. Let's be honest, and they suck. They would <laughs> they would be so much better if they were PvP. Yeah, I mean, like you can lose them, but you, you have, have to try to lose them. You everybody in your group would have to be AFK. Like you could have maybe like three or four people doing what they're supposed to be doing, and you'd probably still win. It like, take a while. You know, I could. I could take your thing out and just rub it all over the keyboard and we'd still win a war front. <laughs> I mean, let's just be honest. I I don't feel... <laughs> I don't feel like they serve a purpose that they could serve. I don't... Like I said, it's an instance with extra steps. It's I, I an mean, instance that you could possibly lose if you actually tried it's, to lose it's it. It's great and all that you're able to get that one 385 piece the one time for Darkshore... But ooh, and but like it's the worst place to farm for gear. It's so. It's all like go do a mythic, man. Go do like, hell, if the the zones are open for patrolling, go do the world quest there. You know there. what? If I wanted to do a warfront like thing, I would just go back to Thunder Totem and I would do the same quest over and over and over <laughs> again. Yeah, the warfronts do get really tedious because like after the after the quest, it's like they're pointless. I don't even really try to do the Stromguard one anymore. Yeah, cool. There's a little currency so you can buy rewards and shit. Big damn deal. Okay. <laughs> I've already bought one of the mounts. I have both of the pets. And, like, the other mount, I'll be honest, the Alliance one looks really cool. Okay. The Alliance, I think it's like the Moon God Saber or whatever. That thing looks cool. I can't stop thinking about my comparison. <laughs> But the bat looks like. Ow. Are you okay? <laughs> hit your hit your knee on the desk there. But the bat looks like a derp. Okay, it, we've already got that model in game from like the uh, the Stromguard. When you go and kill the rares, you get you have a chance of getting the bat. It literally is the exact same model. And personally, I'm tired of recolors. Okay, I really don't like recolored mounts. It's like, ooh, I get a bat in blue. Like, if I'm dropping 700 of a currency that I've had to farm for, like, weeks on a mount, I want it to look really cool. I want it to fucking spit fire. I want it to drop a shit on the Alliance characters. I don't care. Hey. And what? If I'm flying in the air and it drops a deuce on an Alliance character, I'm going to laugh. What if it's me? Makes it even funnier. <laughs> Fuck you. So, I mean, I used to do some pretty heinous things pvp wise to people i would do roar bombs back in my druid in bc because i've used to play on a pvp are, server are you about to tell me that you went and ganked people i would no i never went and ganked lobies i would gank people that deserved could, it could fight back well yeah deserved it <laughs> they could fight back okay okay that's fair and i was on a pvp server so it was a thing to where you were everyone was fair game and i would be in my druid i'd be in flight form i would drop down and Part of the way down, because feline grace, you don't take any fall damage from a certain distance, I would stealth midair and then land on the ground, and then I would, like, jump on them and beat the hell out of them. Rawr. Yeah, it's just, rawr, just a bunch of fur and anger and claws. Is that, is that how you decide, is, it, is that how you describe our cat? Yeah, if our cat could fly, 
If she had, like, bird wings, she would swoop down and kill us all. Oh, my God. So, that would be terrifying. <clears throat> oh, God, yeah. Oh, no, it wouldn't be because she could get up there and get that freaking spider. She would hunt through every alcove in this house and just gnome spiders. We would just see her in the corner just exorcist-style, like, running. <laughs> running on the ceiling. <laughs> but, yeah, so the Warfront issue, like, and even Preach hits on this, too, in his video. It's like, what is the point of these things? Like, is there a... They don't really forward the story very much because it's like... It's just, I guess, something they thought <clears throat> we would find fun. Well, okay, so the reason why he his contention with it is it doesn't forward the story because the first one, Stormguard, we're fighting in Kulturas and Zandalar right now. What the hell does Stormguard have to do with either one of those areas? Stop picking your nose. I'm not picking my nose. <laughs> so I've got a sneeze stuck in the back of my nose. So, what does Stormguard have to do with any of those? And granted, the Darkshore one I understand more of, and they fixed the problems, a lot of the problems with the Stormguard. But even so, the Darkshore one was like, hey, let's take back this area, even though we don't have a tree to get back to. <laughs> like, our tree, the tree's still on fire, but they're, they're so hell-bent on taking the land back, I don't get it. Man. <clears throat> Some people just want to watch themselves burn. Like, if you're going to do a war front, at least do it in an area to where, you're, one, you're not dividing your forces. Like, the Horde is at war with the Alliance right now. You need to have your forces concentrated. Because if you have your divorce... Divor ah, forces... <laughs> shut up. No, I'm not <clears throat> laughing at that. If you have your divorces separated... <laughs> no, that's not what I was... <laughs> I'm laughing at the thing again. If you have your forces separated out to where the Horde is fighting a war on three different theaters, that's a good way to lose a war. Yeah. I mean, even when, like, say, back when the U.S. was in World War II, we were in, like, two different fronts. We Look, divided man. our forces. Look, man, if Scooby-Doo can get the basic concept that splitting up is a bad idea, <laughs> what? <laughs> that's how white kids die in horror movies. <laughs> Let's split up, gang. <laughs> but yeah, I I don't know. I've got to the point to where I don't even really run the Stormguard one because the 370... It's stupid. Well, it doesn't... It, the chance that I might get a Titan Forge is not enough for me to waste that much of my time. Because, like, could be it doing is... better shit. It is really... Yeah, I could be doing better shit. I could be running a Mythic. It's really fucking boring. Now, the Dark Shore one, it's still got 385, so I still will want to do that one. And even doing the dailies there is kind of, kind of a pain in the ass. Like it's cool if you're going to farm the the rares and get the mounts and shit and the toys. That's fine. But like, there's no real. I don't feel that I'm getting a good return on my investment for that particular. Oh Jesus! We're going to accounting now. Well, no return on investment is like anything. It's like you put in effort, you want something back for your effort. So like, if I go into a mythic plus, if I say I do a ten. Next week, I'm going to get a chest, and it's going to have great shit in it. Ooh. <clears throat> Ooh. But if I go into a Warfront, I get a 340 piece of gear, whoop-de-damn-do, and then I go and get, you know, at the end of it, I get a 370 or a 385. Now, could a Warforge? Sure. But is it really worth that time investment? Because the pieces are randomized. Yeah. It could be anything. It could be a cloak that you've gotten... The the past four times you did. I've had it happen to my death knight. Oh, God. I went into the, like, the war fronts 
like three different weeks and I got the same fucking cloak with the exact same stats. I'm like, okay, guys. At you least have, have it like... <clears throat> have an internal checklist. Like, has this player gotten this piece of gear this many times? Yes. Cool, let's stop giving him that piece of gear. Because, like, what the... What the it's that? annoying. You know, I granted, if it's... If it's a piece that I can potentially get the residue from, I'm a little happier about that. But, the, you know, there's like 13 gear slots. I mean, if you want to give me incentive to run something over and over and over again, make it Black Temple level. I keep running that fucking thing so I can get yeah. the fucking glaive. I mean, yeah. what is the allure to keep there's running? No, there's no carrot on the end of the string for us to go in to do these things because... Like I said, once you got the gear, and especially once the Czar Lore comes out, unless they do a gear inflation on the current war fronts, there's not going to be much reason to want to run it because normal is going to drop 385. Mm-hmm. It's just like, I, you know, I've got better things to do with my time. Yeah, it's just I gonna mean, go the abandoned. amount of time that you're dedicating to that, you could kill three or four bosses. And so this is, this might be an unpopular opinion. I don't give a shit. <clears throat> Them designing the war fronts could have gone into them making BFA better. Yeah, they they put a lot of their eggs in that basket, and it's a little bit unfortunate. Yeah, I mean, like I, I understand the sentiment. They probably thought that we thought it was gonna be fun, but it just isn't. They thought it was gonna be such an epic thing, and it really ended up being a very tedious event. And I will tell you right now that players do not like tedium. The majority of players don't like it. Now, if there's a reward at the end of it, like if there's a mount or if there's, say, they're a pet collector, the people that go back and do the old raids and they're like, oh, hey, I could get this cool-ass pet, they don't mind having to run it every week. That's fine. Because, like, I'm <clears throat> still running. Yeah, running for the glaives. And then I'm also still going back to Mr. Pandaria every week mm -hmm. to kill the Shaw. Yeah. Like, that is something that I enjoy doing mm -hmm. because there is a reward from it that I actually really want. Yeah. Like... And it takes less time. Like, thank you, Blizzard, for putting something in the game that you thought we as players were going to like, but it's just not... It, this ain't it. Like, Sorry. Uh, I really think that if it was, if they did have PvP, battle, PvP Warfronts, it would, it would be similar so to Battlegrounds, but make them very RTS-themed in that... You still have to go and gather the resources. Yes. You still have to go and, you know, take spots from the other faction. It's just it being PVAI is not fun. Yeah. It, like, there's there's <clears throat> nothing to lose. That, yeah. That's what makes it not fun. There's nothing to lose and there's nothing to gain. Okay, because if you lose, the other side doesn't gain anything. It's because it's computer generated. Yeah, it's like, like I said, there's nothing to lose and there's nothing to gain. Like, yeah. what am I realistically gaining from this? Yeah. The only thing I'm losing is my time. Yeah. So one thing I did want to mention, since you brought up, like, the pets and everything like that, is coming in is going to be, um, I think this is an 8.1.5, which is already, it's, it's going to be on the PTR soon. So they're going to put in a new, like, rating with leashes achievement, and they're going to do it based on Mr. Pandaria. And the little Shaw pets they have, oh. it is the most adorable, evil-looking thing I've ever seen. So get ready for that. And they will also bring, be bringing in the Kul'Tiran and the uh, Zandalari. So that's something to look forward to as well. So I think that we could probably wrap this up, this one up a little quick here. Yeah, I mean, this one's been 
a little bit shorter than our other ones, mm. but... Well, it's pretty direct to what we're getting to, you know, raid prep, get you guys ready to go. We went on our uh, annual rant. <laughs> our nice little tirade there. Alright guys, so tune in next week. Uh, we will try to keep you updated upon what's coming for next week. Yeah, we're not exactly sure quite yet, and we still need to solidify a new schedule, so I can't stress it enough to please follow us on Instagram or Facebook and let us know what is going to work best for you guys. I know that there's probably not that many of you guys listening, but the ones that are... Thank you. We would like to work with your schedules and what day the uploads will work best for you. Granted, like, you can listen to it any time throughout the week, but if you'd like to catch us early, like, the day we come out, then we need to know what day works best for you guys. I'm thinking Wednesdays mm-hmm. because that I think that's the only day that I can think of that we don't work. Yeah. Because... Um, as some of you know, we have a, a weekend job. Um, I work at home as well, so I I don't know. I just need to find time in my schedule to be able to, you know, record, work upload. With it. Yeah. Um, update on the merch. I my store is currently not active. Um, I will update my Instagram whenever. It does become active again, so if you guys do want to buy merch, um, you can. So I will drop a link to our Instagram down below. Um, If there are any topics that you guys would like to hear, please drop them on our Facebook or our Instagram or wherever, and we will get to researching them whenever possible. But uh, I think that's it. Oh, yeah. We will definitely catch you guys next week, and we'll try to let you know as soon as possible what the new topic's going to be. Alrighty, and see you next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.